Blog Talk Radio. Hey, everybody. Happy Tuesday. Hope you are enjoying your April so far. I don't know about you guys, but uh, Mother Nature has been just a little bit schizophrenic on our end. Snow, sun, snow, sun. (laughs) I'm actually ready for this snow to be over. Over. But the good news is the sun is shining right now, and what a more perfect way to have our latest edition of P4P Real Talk, so you know what that means. This program is sponsored by P4P Muscle, the number one drug-free sponsorship in the world. If you are a drug-free athlete and are looking for a solid foundation to stand on as well as a vehicle to drive your goals, yeah, you know what's next. Like a Mack truck through ice cream. Check us out at p4pmuscle.com. And now let's talk. How is everyone? So if you tuned with us in with us on Tuesday, um, we were a little late. We were a little late, and we I say we, meaning me, um, it wound up being a uh, solo performance. But uh, I did cover some pretty cool updates. So if you haven't checked out that show, if you weren't able to listen because you just thought we weren't there, do check us out in the archive. There are some things there that you're definitely going to want to uh, get caught up to speed on. One of them in particular is uh, Jack Halverson. He is the promoter of the uh, NGA USA um, Natural Championships, and he is doing a really, really cool thing with his show this year. So listen up. For any of you that participate in the uh, NGA USA Championships, if you earn your pro card at that show, he is going to, uh, and let me let me correct myself before I get too far down this road. All of his um, overall winners who earn their pro card, which is, I guess the same thing as what I just said, just bear with me, bear with me. He is going to pay for their registration to make their pro debut at the NGA P4P Undefeated Championships in August. So obviously Jack's show is earlier in the year. P4P Undefeated is in August. So if you win the overall earn your pro card at Jack Halverson's show. He is going to pay for your registration to make your pro debut at P4P Undefeated. Now that is two shows, folks, for the price of one. That is awesome. I, you know, I haven't seen that happen before in uh, in my uh, short uh, five to six years in this sport. So that has got me really, really, really excited. I almost wish I could compete in uh, P4P Undefeated this year. Uh, won't be able to. I'm going to be your hostess with the mostest for that show, so I'm still planning to see you there. But, uh, you know, maybe in 2019 I'll be able to grace that stage. But I just think that's an awesome opportunity. So you folks definitely want to check that out. Put it on your calendar. You should be in full prep mode for those of you who are looking to compete uh, later this year. If you aren't already, stage ready. So just keep that in mind. And speaking of competing and being stage ready, there are a lot of steps that go into that process, and one of the very important steps to that is a suit, is a posing suit. And uh, it's one of the more fun steps to it because how exciting – it's almost like, I don't know, buying a wedding dress. Yeah, I said it. (laughs) It's almost on that level, finding that right suit – to, to um, complement and enhance all of the work that you've been doing, it, is, it, it can be that important. So tonight we have with us the masterminds behind Perfect, 
Perfect Fit Gear, Anita Soul and Jay Nelson. And uh, Anita and Jay, say hello. Introduce yourselves to Listenerland. Hello, hello. Hello, everybody. It's Jay and Anita from Perfect Fit Gear. We are coming to you from Minneapolis, Minnesota. Um, I guess Alrighty. we'll just kind of talk about how we got started. Yep, yep. So, yeah, do tell us about your background, um, you know, just a little bit about yourself, how long you've been supporting the natural bodybuilding industry, and then uh, do tell us how uh, Perfect Fit Gear got started and just how you guys have grown. So Anita and I um, went to school for fashion design, so we have apparel design degrees. Um, and then within working within the the, in, the apparel industry, um, just kind of getting used to working with some of the same materials that now we use in competition suits. And then just kind of, you know, Anita was into working out and just kind of had run into some gals who were, you know, in the market for a posing suit for a competition and they just kind of didn't know what to do or where to go. So she said, hey, you know what, I can I can figure figure this out. So she put together a, a suit for a gal that worked out really awesome. And then that gal actually trained a couple uh, of girls for a show. And so she did a few more suits. And then, you know, since we had been such good friends and, and had worked together before, she kind of showed me what she was doing just to get another set of eyes on on, you know, the process of this. So we decided mm-hmm. to kind of throw our our heads together and put a brand on it and just try to make it a business. Anita, did I miss anything there? I don't think you did miss anything. I think we've been part of the natural bodybuilding industry for 10 years now. They were actually the reason that um, NAMBF, uh, back when it was just starting the Natural Badger Classic, um, was the reason that we got going. So, uh, we've been running with the naturals ever since we started. Yep, I think wow, one of my first shows awesome. was an NEMBF, an NEMBF show. And then sooner or later, <laughs> Anita even stepped on stage. She did, yep. At a natural show, yep, as well. Yep. Very cool. So both of you have been natural competitors is what you're saying here, correct? No, she has, not me. I have yet to... Okay take the plunge to get on stage, yep. but I feel like... <laughs> well, dude, you have to do that. Well, you know, I think about it, but then here... So here's the first funny story we'll tell you. So the year that Anita did the show, you know, we are all, we're always, you know, at the shows that we sponsor, you know, helping out clients, you know, gluing suits or just adjusting to make sure everybody looks good. Sometimes just giving a little pep talk maybe to calm their nerves. Well, this particular show, Anita was competing, and oh my, you'd think for two people that had been in the industry and knew, you know, all about pre-show jitters and, and what to do correctly, we got it totally wrong. I think we were we were backstage, <laughs> and she was lining. I think she was lining up, yelling at me. <laughs> but you know what? It all turned out fine. She she did great on stage. And I'm not a big yeller type of person, so us to get heated in a moment like that, you know, we were messing everything up. I had missed my tan as well, so we all oh, made no. mistakes. Oh 
competing or not. I, I mean, I ended up getting it. Um, I had the female tanners were gone already, so a male tanner had to tan me. But if you need a tan, you need a tan at that point. <laughs> I have never. And I just, so, hey, okay. Oh, go ahead. Oh, oh, I just, um, if anyone, like Jay had said, if anyone should know better, it should have been us. And the Tanner people just shook their head at me like, seriously, Anita? I was like, I know, this is not going well. <laughs> but we pulled through. Oh she, she ended up placing, and then we went out and ate our faces off afterwards. It turned out to be a fun night. Sounds like awesome, a, a awesome. typical competitive kind of day. Yeah. There you go. Well, I have to say, missing your tan, I could understand while your nerves would be on edge along with everything else going on. And then to have a male tanner on top of that, because I don't think I've ever seen a male in a tanning booth. I mean, and he applied his pants before. You want to hear something even, more, so, even funnier? Let me piggyback I, I do, off I that do. idea of a, of a male having to tan her. Well, here she had told me, you need to wash my hair in the morning before I get ready. <laughs> So, I mean, you know, neither of us hardly slept at all. We were helping clients the night before till 1 in the morning. So here, I oh hardly slept, and I get up, and I'm in my swim shorts thinking i got to get in the shower with her to wash her hair. <laughs> so I had to stop him, and I was like, why are you in your swimming trunks? And he's like, well, we, i got to wash your hair. I'm like, we're not getting in the shower together. You're get, my head's going to go over your kitchen sink. That's all I need. I forgot the tan can't get wet. I mean, duh. Oh, oh my goodness. If, if that's not friendship and camaraderie right there, I I don't know what it is. Dude, you were totally prepared right. to do whatever it took I to get her ready to be on stage. I couple of minutes. <laughs> So now, okay. after okay. that experience, we are much better assistants on show day. Uh, shoot, I bet you are. So so let's hold there real quick. I do have an announcement that I need to make that I forgot. So, folks, um, Kaylin is uh, not able to be with us this evening, and I know many of you, of you are accustomed to sending your questions to um, Kaylin Direct on Facebook. And you can still submit your questions tonight, no problem. I'm just going to ask that you go ahead and submit them to the uh, P4P Real Talk with Desiree and Kaylin. Uh, go ahead and message me there on Facebook. And if uh, I get your questions, I will do my best to go ahead and get them on air. Um, as you can tell, this is going to be a very fun and lively show this evening. So, Please do feel free to visit me at P4P Real Talk with Desiree and Kaylin on Facebook and just message us and we'll get your questions on the show. So now that we know that you two are like the number one, <laughs> number one supporters of your athletes during a show because of the level of experience you have, let's talk about some of the ins and outs. So, you know, I was joking when I said that, you know, Purchasing a posing suit is almost like buying a wedding dress. It It is not to that degree, but, you know, several of us take it very seriously. I think most of us do. And it is a big decision, because, especially for, I will say, for bikini gals, just because you have so many different options. And I'll, I'll go with the figure gals as well, especially when it comes to the suit bottoms. Color is important. Fit is important. Style is important, and there are so many things that first-time competitors probably don't even have on their radar. So I would like to talk about 
you know, several of those areas. Um, you know, let's start with choosing a color because, you know, most people out there, well, I'm just going to pick my favorite color, but there's so much more to that because you want to pick a color that's going to make your particular physique pop. So there's the aspect of the physique, but then also your natural skin tones, your natural colors as far as your hair, eyebrows, all that kind of stuff. It all plays into the color that's going to work well um, with you and your skin tone. So talk to us a little bit about how do you choose the right color for a posing suit? I mean, I, I think it's safe to say that that is probably, probably the number one question when it comes to, um, you know, clients, inquiring about getting a suit with us like what's how do you how do you find the right color um Mm -hmm. i know that it's super important to have like just a great color that complements the tan and the hair and makeup um i guess for first especially first timers i always ask them like what what color do you feel comfortable in first because that's always a safe place to start um and, you know, I've I've had this debate with so many people because I find, um, and I guess me personally, because I do a lot of the face-to-face with our clients in the fittings and having them try on suits. And then that, you know, the client then asks their friends and family, so they get all these, you know, opinions about color. Um, mm-hmm. And really it's, it's you know, what, uh, what's the plan for your hair? Um and kind of, you know, the natural tones in your skin already, and then it's just going to be darker. Um, and really it's just, you know, making sure you get a, a bold jewel tone, and then at the end of the whole process, as long as when you put, you know, whatever color you chose, when you put that bad boy on, you know, how does it make you feel is, mm-hmm. is the main objective for me because the 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 feel can then just, inject confidence and that confidence is portrayed on stage in the posing and that just elevates the way that your physique is then presented. So you a couple of times referred it to as purchasing the wedding dress. Um, what we kind of mm-hmm. refer to as buying that prom dress because you've got that huge sure, variety sure. of colors and what the other girls <laughs> were wearing last year, what's trending now. And when a girl puts on the suit or the color that, she knows is what she wants, she comes out like she just chose her prom dress. And you can generally read it on her face, and you just know that that's the color that she's going to be the most happy in as well. You're not wrong by saying choosing your wedding dress, because sometimes they get a little fendy. They do get a little fendy. They can. They can. Yeah, I mean, some of these figure suits that are, you know, totally covered in, in stones, I mean, some people mm-hmm. ask, why do they cost so much? And then we quickly remind them how many rhinestones are on there and how long it takes us to put them on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they're hand-applied. Uh-huh. And, you know, if you're using, I'm going to pronounce this correctly, but Savorsky crystals, how do you pronounce uh, that? Yeah. Anyway, that seems to be, yep. Go ahead and repeat that again. Yeah, I think I was uh, still that's talking. That's the highest end zone. Um, yep. Yeah, I mean, I guess yep. working with a, such a variety of clients that, you know, different levels of competing and different experience levels, um, and especially with the with the quantity that we work with, you know, we're always trying to keep, you know, ahead of trends and making sure that we're 
offering enough varieties of colors, rhinestone combinations, and designs so that, you know, when when we go to a show and there's, you know, a class of 16 bikini girls, they don't all look the same, you know? Yep, exactly. That is, I think for every, especially, especially every female competitor, the the thing that they always say, well, I want to be, I want to pop on stage. I want to look unique. And so it's really, mm-hmm. you know, one of the hardest parts of our job is to make sure that everyone really has, you know, at least uh, some sort of unique look within their suit. Yeah, and I was just going to, I was actually going to say the same thing. I know when I compete, um, you know, I I do try to pay attention to what colors seem to be trending because I don't want to be wearing the exact same color as everyone else on stage. You do want to be unique. And, um, you know, just for the folks listening, the judges, they're paying attention to the package that you're bringing to the stage without a doubt. And the muscle is in symmetry are the most important parts of that. The way you're able to pose and, and show off your assets definitely, but they do pay attention to your suit, um, the color and also the way it fits. And we're going to get to um, finding that perfect fit for a suit as well, but they do pay attention to the color. And I've even had in my comments judges recommend um, a different color for me to wear or just flat out tell me, I didn't like that color of suit on you. <laughs> and you would think that that would be the last thing that they were looking at, but it plays into the overall presentation and they're going to tell you what's on your mind if they think a different color would have helped your presentation on the stage. I don't know if you guys have heard any of that same kind of feedback from your clients, but that's something that I've experienced over the past couple of years. Well, I I think yes, I've I've heard that from people, but now in the years that we've been doing this, we've seen some of the other options out there that 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 girls use to to get their suits from. And just, you mm-hmm. know, a lot of times you know, when we first started, you know, we were doing a couple of little design details that were a little unique and and whatnot, but I think after all these years kind of, you know, and, and we we do different federations and, and whatnot, but just kind of overall the grand idea is that, you know, hologram fabrics with rhinestones are kind of what is the what is the trend that the girls are going for. So then, you know, we see some of these other products that they use glitter instead. So it's it still doesn't quite have that like, you know, high end look or um just different fabrics that don't really behave as well. So then you, you kind of lose the fit of the suit or just, you know, a lot of girls, you know, they, they want to be unique. So they pick like a funky color, but then by the time that you get that super intense tan and you get that dramatic makeup on you're under those bright stage lights, if the fabric mm-hmm. isn't powerful enough in its color, you just kind of look washed out or kind of grayed out. So it's just, I guess, sure. you know, we've, after the years of doing this, we've been to enough shows that, you know, we definitely have the ability to, to kindly steer people away from those things that aren't really stage appropriate, I guess. Um, and even, okay. you know, I, I get, I get some of these, you know, quirky ideas and we try to accommodate, but at the end of the day, I guess I'll feel better knowing that I steered someone into a better direction that wasn't what they initially came in with 
because I know that once they get the final product, they're going to be so much happier in the end. And I, you know, and I think that's awesome that you, um, you would need to go to that degree of customer service because there are plenty of options out there to purchase a suit. You can purchase them new, you can purchase them used, you can purchase, you know, cookie cutter, you put in this color, you want this size of top, you want this style of bottom, and then they just ship it to you. And, uh, you know, you don't get that degree of feedback on, well, let's talk about your hair color, let's talk about your makeup, you know, let's let's find that color that is best for you. Um, and so that's, that's really refreshing to hear that that's part of your process to help people get ready, um, to get ready for the stage. Now, and then as part of that, we had, I had touched on, you know, that you have to have a suit that fits you well. Um, so what is a proper fit for a suit when it comes to, for a posing suit when it comes to being stage ready? Um, well, I guess I feel like with bikini, for example, you know, you, you have the elastic gathered uh, glute side of the suit. You know, it's mm-hmm. a little lower rise in the front, but I guess for me – when developing like the pattern or like how the suit is going to fit the competitor. I mean, it's generally, it is generally kind of uh, the same shape, but it just depends like how tall is the girl, how big around are her hips? What's the amount of glutes that she's carrying? How much are we going to show? The other part, like especially working face to face with these gals, you know, all different varieties of age, uh, Um, you know, some are really shy, some are very confident. So I guess I just try to get in, uh, kind of talk with the gal and see how comfortable she is in, in, in regards to the, the glute coverage and like the way that the suit fits them just so that, you know, it's appropriate for the competition, but they don't feel like they're, you know, too exposed or, you know, making sure that they're comfortable and that's because that obviously will, um, help them present themselves better on stage. Um, and we pretty much Very do good. almost always a triangle top, and it just depends on, you know, what size up there and how much padding <laughs> that looks appropriate. Because um, the misconception is that all competitors have implants, but that's not true. We take we take pads and make mountains out of molehills. Layers and layers of padding work just fine. <laughs> I think when Anita stepped on stage, I shoved at least three sets three of padding days. in there. He was trying for four, and I had to stop him because it looked like two pillows sitting on top of me. Right. <laughs> like I said, we did, we did a lot of things incorrectly that we um, pay attention even closer now. But, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess especially, and again, you know, with our – clients that we work face-to-face with, you know, that actually come in for consultations, it's easier, it is a little easier that way because, you know, they try on a variety of suits and and just, like, once one looks like it fits great, then that's how we we decide that their custom suit is going to fit. So, I mean, yes, Mm -hmm. there's, you know, cup size B, C, and D or, or whatever, but there's just little tweaks here and there just based on everyone's different body shape, um, but that doesn't mean that you can't go on our website and order a suit. Then you, you go down to the measurement guide and give some measurements. And then based on the information that you give us, 
we also kind of use, you know, oh, this girl is 5'5 and going to come in at 125 pounds. She's asking for a B cup and a Brazilian uh, glute coverage. So then we kind of go through our database and think, oh, who else is about that size? And then we kind of look at the pattern for that suit and then work with the measurements that the online gal sent us, and that's kind of how we develop it from there. Um, so especially okay, like, very yes, cool. you had mentioned like cookie cutter. I mean, yes, mm-hmm. there's cup size B, C, and D, but then it kind of depends on your height and your weight um, as well. A lot of times you'll see um, suits that – with the fit, it's just they're too big, or the crotch, there's just too much in there, and it's not fitting right, and everyone thinks that the suits fall or not enough coverage when it just needed to be stretched and fit that body a lot better. You can make these suits mm-hmm. a lot tighter and fit fit these athletes because they are, they are so lean. Um, nice, snug fit suit. It makes a big difference on how your appearance is set. Yeah, that's, I would say that is, that is a huge thing as well in, in, you know, making sure that you have a polished package on stage is that, you know, your suit is tight enough, actually. Mm-hmm. You don't want some saggy bottom up there because then it looks like, you know, you don't have any glutes to fill it out. Um, yep, yep. And so, and you know, and I, he's, 100% correct out there, guys, because I've experienced that, and it wasn't um, on purpose, but it just happened to be one of those really weird things that <clears throat> between my last suit fitting, which was probably no more than uh, a day or two before hitting the stage, I dropped enough weight that it made a huge difference in how my suit bottoms fit, and there was just not enough glue in the world to save it. Um, I ended up having to cinch the sides the best that I could, but, um, you know, the judges see that. And again, they comment and your, your score will reflect a poor fitting suit. So it is very important that your suit has a very nice, smooth, um, snug fit, um, because it will, it will impact your score. So talking about bottoms, Anita, why don't you talk to us about the different kinds of, um, bottoms, um, a lot of my bikini girls will be interested in this. And, uh, you know, what what is the difference between the coverage and how do you know which federation allows what degree of coverage and how do you know if you're, you're meeting that requirement? Because a lot of times we just buy a suit just based on, oh, we want a scrunch bud, and then you get what you get, you know, from some providers. And then you get to the show and they're saying, well, if it doesn't cover at least 50%, you're not getting on stage with that suit bottom. And then all of a sudden you have a flurry of girls running behind stage to try to take the scrunch out of their suits because maybe it wasn't the right bottom for that particular organization. So um, kind of educate us on what's out there and how to find out, you know, what you should be preparing to purchase for that particular show um yeah well with any of the local shows in the the minnesota wisconsin area jay and i are very well aware of of what each show's requirements are but the best thing for a competitor to do is if they've never been to the show or still learning about the different federations is to go to that show's website or go to the the show information page and see what their glute requirements are a lot of the natural shows um, in some of the local um, MTC shows or other federations, they do ask for a 50% glute coverage, and that's going to determine the kind of different shaping in the suit a little bit. Um, most of the shapes of the butts of the bikinis are all generally a heart-shaped, same size. 
Sometimes girls want more of like a tomboy cut or a little stretch back. We can do that and have customized it. Um, but at the same time, that overall look is that almost that heart shape. But again, now with bigger glutes and smaller glutes and different body types, um, that shape will then extend um, to narrow would be more of a pro cut. Then we have um, a Brazilian cut and then we have a moderate cut. And within that, there's, fine lines, and we, we customize that for people um, on their comfort level and whatever the show's requirements are. To kind of get a good idea of a 50% coverage on, a, on a, the butt of a suit is you just want to make sure if you are, have a suit on or the suit of the same shape that you're getting customized is that suit is covering 50% of one butt cheek and the other 50% is, is, is being shown. Yeah, so like kind of but like a diagonal up your glute. It's almost, we have like a hand system that we use, but it's hard to show over the radio that we do. But again, <laughs> and you're going to, that, suit, that suit's going to be riding into, because of that elastic in the butt, it's going to be riding into your glutes. So there is going to be, it's going to be end up being a little bit less than 50%. You will have a wedgie regardless. Yes. Stop trying to pick it out. It's always <laughs> going to be there. But it looks good on stage. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Now, I love the statement you said that your suit cannot make your glutes bigger, and I want to know why not, darn it. <laughs> why can't oh, my God. make my glutes look so bigger? So many women have asked. So many women. My favorite is when the girl shows a picture of, you know, a well-established athlete who clearly has been at this for a long time and says, do you see how small the butt of her suit is? I want mine like that to make my glutes pop. Girl. (laughs) What? RDL. All sorts of glute work and lower body fat makes your glutes pop. Not less fabric on your suit. Right. right. I would definitely oh, agree. Man. Making, I know, bummer. But um, you know, just <laughs> you know, a nice curvature on, you know, the 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 glute cut of the suit is, you know, gonna go around your glutes. But I mean if you know, sometimes you just you just gotta be honest with yourself and say, you know, I just gotta work harder <laughs> to make my glutes look like that picture and not, that I was showing And not somebody. blame my suit maker. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> no, is, I'm sure you probably get some of that. You probably get some of that. I said you probably get some of that where it's your fault that right. that they didn't place better than they did. Right. And we've, so, and I'm going to, I'm going to tell everyone this. And it's not like we just sit in our glitter factory looking at sparkly stuff all day. Like we're going to seminars we're sitting in on, you know, meetings about shows and, and requirements and things like this. And we, we, know, we know what the deal is. So at the end of the day, that group of people that are judging your physique, they're looking at your physique first. And they see so many physiques yep. that half the time they probably don't remember what color you're wearing anyways unless it was a train wreck. So, I mean, <laughs> the... The my suit was too modest, and I placed second, and I feel like I could have taken first because my glutes would have shown more. Like, oh, please. I think most of the time what happens with us is the girl we tried to – the girl who maybe that first-time competitor where she wants to be a little bit more modest on stage, and we, we completely understand that. She gets on stage, and then her very next show, I need a smaller butt. I need it. you got to make it much less, much less. We're like, 
we were trying to tell you the first time. Right. <laughs> and once a suit, just this is something that we get all the time too. Once a bikini or, or a suit is made, it's really difficult to do anything after that with the shaping or the fit, especially if there's a, a million rhinestones on there. You have to hand we, pick them off. Yeah, we get that question a lot too. Like, can you alter my suit bottoms from a moderate to a pro cut? I mean, I don't want to because then you got to pick off, you know, a quarter of the rhinestone work, cut into it. Oh, it makes my soul hurt to have to do that. Um, but, you know, sometimes you just have to think like, okay, if I'm graduating to a pearl cut suit or whatever it might be, maybe I should just think about investing in a new suit or something like that. Sell your other one. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. So let's talk about that, you know, investing in a suit. Um, you know, what what should a reasonable budget look like for a posing suit? Let's say for a female because men obviously, you know, they have to have a, a, a well-fitting suit, so a good a color, but I haven't seen have too many men out there with any rhinestones. I mean, the men have it so easy and, like, just pick your color and tell me what weight you are and ta-da, there's your suit. It just randomly shows up in two days, basically. It's so easy. <laughs> um, but, you know, that's, I guess, the the one thing that we always try to remind our clients is we're not we're not trying to make you spend more at all. We are just showing all the varieties and the options. Um, you know, a base suit without much jazz on it is going to already start at about two fifty to three, and then it's all mm-hmm. rhinestones after that. You know, what level of stoning do you want? Um, and really, like we had mentioned before, like making sure that the the suit fits your physique well is our goal number mm-hmm. one. Um, and, you know, if you've got a suit that fits you great, it's a nice color on you and you've got a banging physique, you're going to place better than someone who has the top-of-the-line suit, but the rest of their, their package isn't quite there. Um, so, you know, bikinis, anywhere from three to eight this season for us, just because we've been able to get more efficient at our rhinestoning um, process. Um, So we've been able to to show higher-end products that just some of these girls are just loving. And then when it gets into Mm -hmm. figure and physique suits, they just tend to be a little bit more expensive just because the just the trend has been, you know, more of an actual design within multiple colors of those rhinestones. But there again, you know, some of our, you know, newer gals that just want to get their feet wet and do one show, they'll still get a, a nice, tasteful suit for three hundred. Um, I'd say probably the most expensive one we've ever, we've ever done custom for someone is fifteen hundred. Um, oh, again, good all, gravy, all, man! Yeah. Right, I wish I had... That includes pads and yep, so connectors. You, so that's yeah, the whole suit. Yeah. That sucker had a lot of rhinestones on it. Yeah, I mean, when you basically take a blank suit and then you cover, cover every ounce of it yep. with stones, I mean, yeah, it's going to go up there. But, I mean, that's not even as expensive as some of these other places 3, that people are doing suits for. So, And, you know, that's how we, wow. how we determine pricing is we did research before we really got going into making suits to see who else does the same thing. 
What do they charge? What mm-hmm. do they offer? Mm-hmm. What is their process? What product are they So that's kind of how we determined how we wanted to, you know, present ourselves as, as a brand and how, uh, you know, we decided to do the face-to-face consultation. Um, and then we also do another fitting with the client when the suit's finished and closer to their show so that they're, you know, obviously closer to their stage weight. Um, and then also, you know, if, if we're able to make it to that show, being on hand during the day to give them a little extra help as well. Okay, very nice. So let's talk about a little bit. You just said, you know, you have extra fittings and things like that. At what point um, in a prep do you recommend that an athlete engage mm-hmm. you for a suit? Because obviously, you know, they're going to be a whole different size at 12 weeks out versus two weeks out. So what do you recommend? Um, So we definitely recommend, you know, it's great to come in at least or to to have made contact for surely by eight weeks, but between eight and 12, most of the time, I don't think there's any difference. It's when you get closer to the show that your body starts to change more. But the part that Mm -hmm. I have to have to remind our clients is that so you know these particular shows you know we do you know probably 12 to 15 shows a year so for meeting people 8 to 12 weeks out from all these shows then all of a sudden we have this huge workload that needs to happen and then to make sure that you know if, if multiple people chose a, a red rhinestone and all of a sudden we're out of it, you know, we need time to make sure that we restock up on materials and things like that because we like to make sure that we've contacted our clients two to three weeks out and so that we see them around that same time as well, about, you know, two, two, between two and three weeks out to have that final fitting so that they have time to practice their posing routine or just, you know, practice posing in their suit a couple times before the show and just the peace of mind of having the finished product. Um, so definitely re- okay. suggest at least eight weeks out. And we, you know, we we know that your body is changing. That's the point of doing this competition. And so within our years of experience that we kind of just, it's just second nature to us to be like, well, I know this seems tight on you and skimpy to you now, but trust us, this is what it needs to look like by the time you hop up on that stage. And especially okay. with the bikini Good. suit, you know, they have the rhinestone mm-hmm. connectors on the sides. That's mm-hmm. awesome um, where the suit, the back of the suit sews into the connector. There's so much wiggle room in there that, you know, if the girl, you know, nails her prep and just comes in, a, you know, lean, mean machine, and that suit's just like, well, that, the suit's a little too big now. There's definitely mm-hmm. opportunities for alterations on the spot um, to make sure the suit really accentuates their physique and then they can still take it home with them that day as well. And if for okay, some very reason cool. the suit doesn't work out, we work, we, we make sure we make it right as yeah. fast as we can. Oh, absolutely. We've, we've never not had a suit step on stage, so it's always been in the hand of a client when they needed it. Okay, awesome. So that's good to know. Um, <laughs> knowing that you can deliver is very important. Um, right. I also understand that you. Naked, I heard. 
<laughs> that would be the biggest disaster ever. Let's not even <laughs> let's not even think about that. Um, I also understand that you guys offer a renting option, if I'm correct. Anita, how does that work? Um, yeah, so we we've had rentals now for probably the last five years, maybe no not problem. quite something, but we've definitely built up our rental rental rack over the last five years. So we have just a rainbow plethora of figure or two-piece suits, and then we have um, bikinis as well. So our rentals are a quarter of what it would be um, for retail price. So, Jay, do a quick math to run down on that. So, for example, and the way that this came about is, you know, when we first started out, we worked with, you know, a lot of clients that didn't have super huge budgets, and we thought, well, God, how are we going to get people to see how what talented we, we are yeah. and see what we can do? Challenge our design level. Yeah. yeah. So we just started to design, you know, with, with the inventory of rhinestones that we had, we just started to bling the crap out of some suits. And then, you know, these, all of these same suits are what our, our clients see in consultations and what they try on. So then instead of just having these, you know, 600 to $1,000 suits hanging there, hoping and praying for the day when someone comes in with that budget, and just loves the suit for what it is, and on top of that, they have to fit into it, um, we decided, well, let's just rent them for a quarter of that price, and then they just need to get rented four times, and they basically sold themselves. So it's an awesome mm-hmm. way for, you know, especially in the figure and physique division, because those get to, you know, tend to get a little spendier, for, for gals to come in and, and not have to invest so much, and then they can wear a different suit um, for every show, because we all know that girls want a different color every time. <laughs> they do. Oh, they yeah. Love them. Not you know. them, but they do love their different suit colors, definitely. Yep, yep, um, so you've that's got how, that that's right. So that's how that came about. And, you know, really when, when a competitor comes in for a rental consultation, you know, I'm pulling out everything that that looks suitable on them to try to find all the options to at least give them, like, three banging suit looks for them to choose from. And then they just have to choose it. And then it's reserved for the, for their show. And then again, we still have one more fitting close to the show and there's still opportunity opportunities for little tweaks just to make sure that, you know, like we had talked about, you know, the suit fitting properly, making sure it's not too big, mm-hmm. making sure it's big enough. Um, and especially mm-hmm. with those, we're not trying to soak them in glue to make them stick on the gal. We want them to fit properly first. <laughs> No, no doubt, no doubt. Oh, uh, shoot. Well, I love that. Makes the hearts hurt. Yeah. Oh, really hard. yeah, definitely. It's it's hard on the skin and hard on the suit. I imagine so. It's it's uh it's it's one of those necessary evils. It's one of those those dirty little secrets to uh, to competing yeah. that you know first timers have no idea have no idea what they're getting into with that. Um, I so know I did. What you. you're gonna glue my what? We, yeah, right. You, so we have we have time for you. like one really good short story, and then let's have it. Okay, so well, I just wanted to share one little tip about gluing the suit. If you take double sided carpet tape and uh, stick it in on the edge of the suit, especially like a figure bottom where you're gonna glue it, then you can put the glue uh-huh. on the tape and then peel the tape out, and that icky glue comes with it. Oh, that is a great yeah. tip. 
That sometimes is a great tip. I hope you guys out there have been writing that down. A, sometimes the tape works on its own, but, you know, just for peace of mind to use that heavy-duty glue, if you put it on the tape, then that double-sided tape peels out and takes that gross glue with it. All it's right. Awesome. Very cool. Awesome. That is awesome. So, guys, so we have time. I want to hear one good blooper story before we sign off tonight. Um, so, I don't know, you two can do rock, paper, scissors to whoever has the best story, but let's hear it. Oh, man. What do you got? Let's see, a blooper story. A posing suit blooper story. Just to give an idea of what can go wrong, not that we want it to go wrong, but there's always plenty that can. Oh, um, this, I mean, this isn't just one time, but, you know, a lot of people think, oh, I mean, are you cool with getting a, a plain suit and then I'll just try to stone it myself? Sure. Less work for us to do, right? Oh. Listen up, everyone out there. Rhinestoning your own suit is, is not... not as easy as it seems. <laughs> Um, we've seen where obviously stones fall off um, or where a girl put so much glue on the suit that there was no flex in the spandex at all. So it was just like one hard piece of fabric. And I mean, oh, no. or, or a girl, this is way back in the day, a girl wanted a peacock look to her suit. So she tried to start it on her own and then comes to us the day before the show can you help me make this look better? Oh, my goodness. I, I mean, spent, I think, four or five hours the night before her show just trying to make it reputable. So if it was on stage and someone asked me, is that your suit, I could still say, yeah. But it didn't look like a peacock, <laughs> but it had a bunch of colors of a peacock, and I gave it as long as I could till 2 in the morning. And it was uh, Mr. Ms. Minnesota show, so it was a two-day show, a big show, so we had a lot going on already, but... Um, I did my best to help it get as far as we could, and she was able to wear it on stage. Um, we've got, yeah, many a stories like that. With I her. bet we'll have another really good story because Anita is competing soon, and I'm still unsure what her suit <laughs> can wait. be. I am, I am the worst client of Perfect Fit Year. I am refusing to choose a color for some reason. And here I sit and I just kind of <laughs> vent about, you know, the thing, some of the things that frustrate me that clients do, um, it's just little little things. Like some people don't realize how delicate these things can be, and they just rifle through the rack and whatever. So here I come to the studio one day, and she had chosen a fabric that she thought was cool, cut herself a suit out, and here it's crumpled up in the corner. The pads are all dented in. The strings are still knotted together. So she must have, like, stretched it over her head. I said, what, what happened to this over here? I was just frustrated, and I just had to take it off. I said, you do everything that I say I don't want people to do. Oh, it was just terrible. So, I put it on a day. I shouldn't have put it on. I was flat that day, and um, I took it out on the suit, and I shouldn't have because Jay saw what I did. <laughs> It was a good Oh, one. no. So we'll see if we can you get any more, on your add any more bloopers. Yeah, tune in after this contest prep, but I'm sure we'll have more things <laughs> of what not to do. Right. We will do that. We will do that. But in the meantime, if folks want to get a hold of you guys and want to talk to you about uh, providing the, the perfect fit <clears throat> gear for their next competition, how do they find you? So you can head to our website. It's www.myperfectfitgear.com. 
And so we have plenty of suits that you can click and buy and choose the fabric and whatnot. Um, there's also quick ships. So those are, you know, bikini and figure suits that we already have made um, that are, you know, stage ready for purchase. Um, otherwise, it's just the hub to look at all the different options that we offer. Um, and for men as well, for uh, men's bodybuilding and classic physique. Um, and then if you don't find exactly the suit that you want. Or you want a private booking. To where you, you know, click and purchase. You just, our email address and our phone number is down there. Um, we're easy to talk to. Um, we're awesome. very helpful. It's, yep, it's just the two of us. There's no customer service rep trying to answer questions without the knowledge. It's just the two of us. So, you know, as long as you get on the website, kind of give us a visual of what you're interested in um, and enough lead time, we, we've definitely been able to um, make suits and send across the country with success. Um, awesome. Otherwise, awesome. Uh, so follow us on Instagram to see more visuals as well. Okay. At Perfect Fit Gear. All right. So there you have it, myperfectfitgear.com. And then on Instagram, you said Perfect Fit Gear, or is it My Perfect Fit Gear? Um, just the, the app symbol, Perfect Fit Gear. Okay, there you have it. So two ways to catch up with Jay and Anita, and also a third way. So you heard me talking about Jack Halverson and P4P Undefeated at the beginning of the show. I would be remiss if I did not share with you guys that Jay and Anita are also sponsors of P4P Undefeated. So hopefully they'll get a chance to be able to uh, – visit that show that it, the day that it's going on, August 11th. And if you get your suits for them, from them, in uh, prepar- in anticipation for Jack's show, and then you win and can make it on over to P4P Undefeated, you've got your support team right there. You are covered. So with that, That's Jay right. and Anita, thanks so much for joining us tonight. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, I'm looking forward to catching up with you guys again and hearing more about uh, how Anita does and any shenanigans that come out of her suit development. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. Hopefully I'll have some video footage as well. Um, so I'll try oh, to put that we on love Instagram. Video. <laughs> we love video. So uh, on behalf of myself, Kaylin, Jay and Anita with Perfect Fit Gear and the boys from P4P Muscle, your body is a temple, so let's build it.